What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the second episode of Girlhood, the podcast. I am your host, Casey, and today we have our very first guest on the podcast. And there's nobody that I would want to be my first podcast guest more than the one, the only, the beautiful, amazing, talented, flawless, gorgeous Tess Rada is here, everybody. Give Woo! her a round of applause. Tess, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited yeah. to be here. And we're going to pretend that we didn't record an episode two days ago mm-hmm. where we ended up getting so off topic that you guys wouldn't want to hear it. And th- my mic etiquette. Um, well, I didn't have the bougie mics yet. Right. And we also weren't facing each other. Yes. And there was also some commotion going on in the background. Yeah, there was there was some furniture being moved. Somebody, my upstairs neighbors were being the worst. Exactly. That those are my parents. My sorry guys. Um. So yeah, we're back and better than ever. It's a Wednesday today, but all day today I thought it was Thursday, and then Tess also just thought it was Thursday. So today's not Thursday, but today is Wednesday, and it's a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday day. Um, it, we are halfway through August. Tess, how are you feeling about the fact that summer's almost over? I am, fe- honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. I just don't like being hot, but I do like a summer activity. Like um, what? You know, I love going to the pool, to the beach. Yep. Sitting out, tanning. Yep. yep. Um, but I do kind of prefer like a early autumn weather. Like when it's well, still kind of okay, hot. Okay, but here's the thing. I think everybody prefers that, but with Minnesota, it's like two weeks. Yeah, you're right. And those two weeks are the best. They're so good. Are the best. And luckily, those two weeks are usually my birthday. Okay. So everybody's in a good mood. I can't wait. I know. It's always a good time. Um, all right. So Tess Rada is my first guest on the podcast. And I'm really excited because not only is she my nearest and dearest friend, but she's also a woman. And Woo! <laughs> that's crazy. Not only is she a woman, but she's also a mom. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot to cover here. Um I am feeling excited and I'm also feeling more prepared than I was the other day Yeah, because of some of the things that we talked about and I was like, oh, we want to like spend time elaborating on that. But before we do that, Tess and I have recently rediscovered Les Miserables the musical. (laughs) The musical, I'm saying it like... The musical. I'm saying it like... The book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like the musical and I don't really have much to say except that... If you haven't listened to Nick Jonas sing Empty Chairs at Empty Tables in a while, I know we've all seen it, Mm -hmm. but if you haven't listened to him sing it in a while, I want you to listen to it, and I want you to think about the fact that that man is 17, slaying slaying the boots. Um, So yeah, that was really exciting. Tess and I do something in our friendship where we eat um, spaghetti together. Um, It just started because we both wanted to cook when we were hanging out and we were like what is the easiest meal and you know what it is ladies and gents it is angel hair pasta rouse marinara sauce mm-hmm. parmesan cheese freshly grated freshly grated with a lemon zester with the- <laughs> yeah a loaf of artisan sourdough from mm-hmm. kowalski's market mm-hmm. some olive oil some balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. and good vibes exactly and also it's a good like cheap meal such a cheap meal and we're so poor and we're very poor and angel hair that that cooks so fast angel hair is the fastest pasta ever and it's i i would almost argue that it's my top three favorite pasta it's really good because you don't feel like you're eating like like the heaviest meal in yeah the you're world. not eating a fettuccine mm-hmm. you're eating an angel hair an angel hair it's the and it really is hair. an angel's hair yeah and my mom loves angel hair pasta Aww. she does shout out shout out to audrey shout out. um and tonight when we're done recording this we are going to do something new mm-hmm. we're going to do something new we're going to see how it turns out we're going to make homemade mac and cheese and i'm going to tell you guys the recipe right now Ooh. i'm going to let you in on a little secret though i don't know if it's going to work okay so take it or leave it Here's what I thought sounded good for our homemade mac and cheese. Okay. I don't really believe in a roux. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what a roux is, it is flour and butter. Mm -hmm. And is that it? That's it. Yeah. And it's supposed to like thicken the sauce. Yeah. That's fake. I mean, that's all it does is like give me that like yucky texture feeling. So what I propose we do is we melt some butter Mm -hmm. and then we just cheese it up. So I got extra sharp white cheddar cheese. Oh. Gouda. Yum. Parmesan cheese. Yes, of course. Um, cream cheese. Okay, 
Obviously. And then milk. Perfect. And we're going to create the best mac and cheese. And some salt and pepper and some garlic salt. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. What movie are we going to watch tonight? That is such a good question. We still have not finished Pitch Perfect. We do need to watch Pitch Perfect. Um, Let's talk about Pitch Perfect for a minute. For just a second. For just a second. I, that movie is like, was like cool girl Glee. Like mm-hmm. Glee, nobody wanted to be in Glee Club after like watching Glee. No. Maybe that's a hot take. I wanted to, but like, but like people who weren't in theater, like weren't watching Glee. People who weren't in theater were watching Pitch Perfect. Yes, and the the people in Pitch Perfect, like, they were peak cool. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. God, she's cool. I would have died to be her. Ben Platt in that movie is crazy. Absolutely insane. Skylar Aston Is that that guy's name? Yes. He is cute in that movie. I cannot even tell. I could, that audition scene with since you've been gone um i probably could do that from memory that entire scene i love that scene i was a cups girl myself yep exactly Mm -hmm. Uh, i have a couple good memories with the cup song the first memory is when i was in like i don't know seventh grade me and the girls that i was in choir with shout out nora ingrid callie claire um, we decided that we would puffy paint matching shirts, mm-hmm. as you do, and say choir gals or Angelica gals, I think is what it said okay. on it. And then we went to Sleepaway Choir Camp, and we took red solo cups, and we sang the cup song in sync together. And then we did, like, you know, the, what's it called? The canon. Oh. We did the canon. Did you switch cups? Yeah. 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 And that was my first memory. My second memory is that um, when I was working at Starbucks, like, I don't even know how long ago, but it was when COVID was happening because we were just trying to find stuff to do. And I decided to play the cup song for everybody. And then I decided to show my talents. And this guy came in to order and he like specifically requested that he wasn't going to order until I sang the cup song for him. Wow. So did he give you a good tip? Um, probably not. Uh, I don't remember, <laughs> but he did give me a good memory. Memories to last a lifetime. You're so right. Money, money comes and goes. Who needs a tip when you have memories to last a lifetime? Unless it's a helpful hint tip. Like what? <laughs> like a, like, what do you mean? Like a tip. Like I'm giving you like a tip. not a money tip, yeah. but like a, I don't need a Advice. man to give me a tip. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Especially a stranger. Yeah, I wish it was a woman. Yeah, I would have sang for her, too. Yeah. And she probably would have given me a money tip. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, enough about Pitch Perfect. I hope that you all love it, and I hope that you all listen to Les Mis, but specifically Nick Jonas singing Empty Chairs at Empty Tables. Okay. Tess. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, let's talk a little bit, because I've been telling people that you're coming on the podcast, and people are like, oh, my God, so how long have you guys known each other? And since everybody's been asking... Mm -hmm. I thought we should tell them that our friendship didn't just start exactly a year ago. No. Um, you would be correct. You would, you, I would forgive you for thinking that it did. Um, yeah. So you, you guys who've been assuming that, you stupid people. Um, <laughs> but we're going to set the record straight. We're setting the record. Once You've heard it here. This is the only place that you're going to hear it. So Casey and I um, both did theater as children. Mm-hmm. And we... Uh, met through we just had mutual friends we didn't ever really do shows together we just had mutual friends specifically one mutual friend shout out to scarlet hey girl um so we kind of were in the same circles but we we were friendly but not like friends because i was a little i'm a few years older um and so we kind of were around each other a good amount um then you know when we weren't kids anymore we didn't see each other you know we both did our separate things but um then I was at a job that I'm still at and we were hiring people a year ago right now a year ago and uh our my boss Shauna she's like oh I got in we're name dropping yes hey girl hey (laughs) um (laughs) she goes I just got an applicant and I was like oh, what's her name or his name? Who, what, who is it? Who is it? And she goes, oh, her name's Casey. And I was like, oh, interesting. What's her last name? I don't know why I asked that, but I just, you know. You were like, I know a Casey. I know a girl. I was like, <laughs> Casey who? And she goes, Riddle. And I said, what? <gasps> and um, yeah. And so then we interviewed, or well, I Facebook messaged Casey. So Tess Facebook messaged me a year ago yesterday. So happy for anniversary to us. Ooh. Actually, happy for anniversary for my interview was a year ago yesterday. Okay. 
She's like, hey, Casey, you're interviewing at X company tomorrow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I work here, and I think you'd be a great fit. And I was like, okay, slay. Um, And then I went in for the interview, and I was like, okay, cool. And then, and then, and then training started. And (laughs) we started texting each other, like, during training. And Tess was playing Harry Styles. And I was like, okay, maybe this girl and I are going to be, like, really good friends. And then it just became very clear to us that we were like, oh, so maybe we, isn't it just so pretty to think <laughs> all along the, like we're the, we are Invisible String by Taylor Swift. Joelwyn and Taylor, that's us. Is that who the song's about? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's not, it's actually about you and I. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, because then Tess and I were like, oh, we're inseparable. So anyway, so then we worked together and we were talking about this the other day that I do think because we worked together in high stress situations, it got that like awkwardness of being friends and like, you know, when you become friends with somebody and they like see you at like a lower point one day and you're like, oh, I hope that this person still wants to be my friend, even though like I'm really stressed out and I just snapped at them. And like because Tess and I were working together and we were like having shared stressful Mm -hmm. experiences, I feel like that took away the stress of worrying that our friendship was going to like last through hard stuff because we were going through it together but also we just like figured out how each other like what each other needed when we were stressed out and we communicated really well with each other um and I think that that was also very beneficial for the people on our team yes because it was like oh hey I need to be a friend to Tess right now because x y and z and the whole team was like, oh, okay, that's really good to know. But, like, I don't know. It was just a, a very helpful dynamic in our friendship, but also for work to to have that. For sure. And um, it's something, too, though, that, like, I knew we were going to be friends because I – or, like, we were already friends at this point when, like, we started dealing with more stressful situations at work. But mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be, like, a lasting friendship just based on the fact that no other co- coworker I've ever worked with has, like – responded to me being stressed in a work situation like Casey has Mm -hmm. um in a way that just felt really good we just under always understood what each other needed yeah yeah and I just like automatically felt safe and I think that when you enter a new friendship there's always like this weirdness of okay is this like a friendship that's prominent in my life right now or is this a friendship that is actually going to stand the test of time is that a phrase yeah okay I feel like I'm saying it wrong. No. Okay. Well, anyway, it's like all you go through so many phases of your life where you have really prominent and important people in your life and those people are wonderful and amazing and there's nothing that goes wrong in the friendship. It just like fizzles out or life happens and transitions happen. Um, And with Tess, I never had that fear of what is this friendship going to turn into when I leave this job? Yeah. Because I just like knew in my gut that I wanted to invest my time in this person and vice versa. Like I, I also feel like we have never, I've never picked up and you have told me that you've never picked up the vibe that like things are off between us. Like I've never felt that way with you. I haven't either. And you know, it's bound to happen at some point, but also like, I feel like we're really, but we're both really good at being honest. I I can't (laughs) really. Yeah. I'm not gonna like, I don't know. I feel very comfortable like telling you. Yeah how I'm feeling so like yeah I'm really not really worried about that but I was thinking um isn't it weird to think how many like best friends you've had and like when you were little like like I'm thinking about like oh in fourth grade this girl was my best friend and I spent all my time with her and now I don't know isn't that sad anything it makes (laughs) me sad but it also is like I really do feel like it's just a part of life yeah like even high school I'm not really close with anybody I went to high school with and it's weird to me that people I went to high school with are still close with some of the people they were friends with in high school Mm -hmm. because I'm like oh like I didn't do that and that's just like how it how it happened like it wasn't I don't feel like there was any really ill will that happened at least with those friendships that just fizzled out but like a big one I think of is like my my DCP like I had such close friends when I was on my DCP and all those people live in different states. So maintaining those friendships. Like I've always been somebody who has a really hard time maintaining friendships if I'm not seeing that person a mm-hmm. lot. Like I'm not very good at long distance quote unquote friendship just just because of how my life is. Like it's nobody's fault. It's honestly a me thing. But I have found like 
the people that I went to Disney with are still people who love and support me and mm-hmm. like uplift me and follow me on social media and vice versa. But it's not somebody that I'm like routinely checking in with to be like, what's new in your life? And that made me really sad for a while mm-hmm. after the DCP. But looking at it now, I'm like, it would be hard. It would be hard to maintain that. Like it just, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. And I, um, I feel the same way. And for a while, even until like really recently, I was really sad that I wasn't friends with anymore or as close with people that were like my best friends in high school Mm -hmm. and that I did theater with and stuff. Um, and some of them I still am like, I would say friends with, Mm -hmm. but, um, just not nearly as close. And it's, um, hard to kind of accept but I think I have finally accepted it that it's like Mm -hmm. nobody's fault and it's totally fine it's just like my life is just took a different route than a lot of those people and I also think and we can talk about that in a second Mm -hmm. just about like how the trajectory of your life changed but also neither Tess and I like had a traditional post high school experience of I went to school on a campus for one year before doing online school and Tess didn't go to a university and the fact that like college is kind of that time to work on figuring out who you are and creating friendships and people are growing with you and I feel like because we were in a community where so many people were older than us that those we weren't growing along with people our age Mm -hmm. because we weren't around them constantly like we would be if we were on a college campus and Excuse me. I am so lucky that I have Ben, who I went to college with mm-hmm. and who I met my freshman year of college, that that friendship has um, has has stood the test of time. Yeah. See, I brought it yep. back. Brought it back. But I, it also is just one of those things where it's like it just wasn't what we did. Like it just wasn't what we did. And and I am, I think that a, a hard part about being in your 20s post-grad life is accepting that the friendships that were so prominent at one time aren't going to always be that prominent and and that doesn't say anything about you or the other person mm-hmm. it just like is what it is um but female friendships especially have been something that has not been familiar to me until recently mm-hmm. like healthy and like I don't know where you're not where I'm not I don't really feel like I I knew what like a safe and loving and constant friendship felt like until I got into my 20s. Yeah. Like, I really, I don't even, and that's, again, nobody's fault because we're all growing up. Mm -hmm. But I remember, like, I read a journal a couple weeks, or a couple days ago from 2020 where I was, like, thankful for people in my life, and none of those people are, like, prominent anymore. Yeah. And, like, that's okay. But all that to say, it's really nice and and wonderful to have a friendship like this that is so special and feels so safe and the effort that you and I both put in mm-hmm. I just feel we meet each other where we're at mm-hmm. and I just always feel like Tess said this recently the whole reason I was meant to do that job even though it doesn't align with my life right now is so that you and I could meet because it's been such a blessing and so special and I like I wish I could like look at myself three years ago and be like, it's okay. Like you're going to have people stand by you at your wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I felt the same way for a while. Like I was, so I had a friendship like the year before I um, reconnected with Casey where I thought this person was like my best friend and it, Mm -hmm. and it just didn't work out. Um, And so I was feeling like, really lonely and really felt like I had no close friends and I felt the same way I was like if I ever get married who the heck is gonna be there yeah um but now I see Casey like every day Mm -hmm. um and it's like totally so different so yeah it is it is just all that to say if you are a younger person than Mm -hmm. me and you are like what the heck is my life right now I too am wondering that about (laughs) my life but I do think like it, life life just throws those curveballs at you. And I never would have thought that this friendship would exist if I didn't get a job that I really, really wanted. And if I had gotten that job, then Tess and I wouldn't have reconnected. So yeah. everything's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, a sleigh. Honestly, a sleigh. Um, okay. So all that being said, um, Tess also was a – was – was – is presently <laughs> I hope at the present moment is a mother um and so yeah Tess talk a little bit about how that happened and how it changed 
your path of life? Yes. So obviously it drastically changed my life and what I thought my life would be. Um, And so I, so my daughter's six and I got pregnant when I was 20 uh, and I had her when I was 21. Now, this was not a planned situation (laughs) um, at all. And in fact, I never thought I wanted to be a mom. Like I I thought like maybe I was like, "Uh, you know, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I never thought I wanted to have a a kid at that age at all. Um, I wanted to do theater and I wanted to make that my living. Um, But uh, when I found out I was pregnant, um, it just kind of felt like fate because I was on the pill and I took a bland B pill uh after and she oh God, she really stuck in there that's crazy um <laughs> so I was like okay she really held, yeah. held through she really wanted to be there so um I was like okay I guess we're doing this um and yeah so obviously when I was pregnant I was not um I wasn't doing theater I kind of let that fall to the back burner and just yeah my whole life just changed um and it was hard in the sense that like my friends were were supportive for sure um but kind of after I had her Mm. a lot of those friendships I don't even want to say fizzled out just sort of like I don't know I think like maybe I didn't know how to relate to them and they Mm -hmm. didn't know how to relate to me anymore because I was just gonna say you were just had two different they were moving forward in their life mm-hmm. and you were moving forward in a different direction yeah. in your life. All my friends at that time were in college and mm-hmm. they were like, um, you know, going to parties and doing living their dreams kind of mm-hmm. or trying were, to live their dreams. You were pregnant when you turned 21. Yes, I was pregnant on my 21st birthday and it was just a different Did you have a, like a hard pregnancy? Yes. So um, the first trimester, I lost 20 pounds. <gasps> Uh, because I couldn't. Were you sick? I was so sick. I could not get up. I was so nauseous. Uh, I was literally just laying in bed all oh day. God. It was really bad. Uh, second second semester, second trimester <laughs> uh, was pretty good. And third trimester was okay. And I had a pretty easy birth. So that was good. Did you get an epidural? Yeah. Slay. Yeah. Because I got um to the hospital and they were like, you're already at seven centimeters. <gasps> Shut up. And if you don't know, you have to get to 10 centimeters for you to push. And normally when you get to the hospital, you're at like Wait, I don't two or three. ever talked about this. Yeah, How, I don't think so. Did it happen really fast? Yeah, so what happened is I was eight days overdue. Um, when was your due date? It was August 2nd. August 1st wow yeah um August 2nd and uh I was eight days overdue and I had um midwives instead of doctors so they were like not gonna induce me Mm -hmm. at all they were just gonna let it run its course um and I'm glad they did but I was like annoyed I was like I'm over this Mm -hmm. um but I woke up one day and I had a doctor's appointment and I was starting to feel a few like things that could have been I was like I don't know but maybe I'm going into labor I got there to the doctor and they were like yeah you're in labor but it probably won't be for like a day probably um and then I got home from that doctor's appointment and like I was in you were having contractions pain I was I was having crazy contractions um and then that was about an hour and then I was like I gotta go to the hospital like this is like crazy and um my time was it it was like three okay so it was during the day yeah did your water break no or well I'll get to that um but it didn't then um and my daughter's dad had to like drive me to the hospital I'm like screaming in the backseat it was like crazy um and and then I get there and they're like you're at seven centimeters and at this point it has been like a couple hours (laughs) um and so they were like so if you want to get an epidural and my goal was to get to five centimeters before I got the epidural and you were like sick yeah I was like get it stick it it in there (laughs) um and that like drastically helped now I know a lot of people have one of my best friends had a home birth in a like a pool had no drugs Mm -hmm. or anything and I totally totally respect that Mm -hmm. but I was so afraid of the pain my whole pregnancy Mm. that I the epidural really really helped me um, because I could feel the contractions, but it wasn't hurting. I could just like so feel crazy. that they were happening. 
Um, and yeah, and then the epidural like kind of slows down your contractions. Mm-hmm. So I it ended up I, I she wasn't born till eight p.m. Oh my god! So yeah, but it was relatively short overall. What were you most excited to do after not being pregnant? That's a good question. Like, did you did you just like want to eat a Jimmy John sandwich? I wanted to just like sleep without a bump, a huge like. Bump. How big was she? She was eight pounds. <gasps> Tess. Yes. Yeah. Well, duh. She's huge. Seven pounds, 16 she is ounces. so tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now you have a whole six-year-old. Yeah. She is going into first grade. That's crazy. In a couple weeks. Um, I remember when you and I weren't friends, but we were friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you posted on Facebook. Uh-huh. You were like, hey, guys. <laughs> Your post was like... <laughs> Hey guys, I'm pregnant and yes, I'm keeping it and I'm having a girl and I'm really excited and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I literally was like, (laughs) I got to let the people know, but like, I'm not going to open myself up to criticism here, but I just want them to know. It was kind of an interesting scenario because I was not in a long-term relationship. Um, Me and her dad did, were in a relationship, but it, it wasn't an established relationship when it, when I got pregnant. So I think it took a lot of people by surprise, but Mm -hmm whatever how are your parents were you nervous to tell them yeah I actually texted them that I was pregnant and then and then hid the phone oh yeah well right (laughs) um and my mom my mom wanted me to get an abortion you can say that on okay (laughs) (laughs) um and I think that was more just like she was like you're 20 like you don't yeah what are you doing and my dad didn't say that but he was kind of like how the heck are you gonna do this Mm -hmm. and my mom came around a little faster than my dad um but were they like always supportive of your decision after like after the fact like when you were like nope this is what we're doing so my yes my mom was um my dad just took a little longer but I think actually what it was was when I started showing Mm -hmm. um they were both like, okay, we're doing this. Like, yeah. there's no other option at this point. Like, you. When did you find out that you're having a girl? I don't remember how. Well, I do know that the first time we went in to see, um, they couldn't, they couldn't tell. Aww. So we had to leave and then come back. Oh, I'd be so annoyed. I know. I was like, okay. Um, and, and we, at that point, they weren't doing like ten week tests. Like, yeah, can, it was. You, you it can was find pretty out at ten weeks. I know that's crazy. Ten weeks. That's like hello um but yeah so um and it was kind of annoying because actually me and her dad we did not have a car um when I was pregnant Mm. uh so we were like busing everywhere so we were like busing downtown to the to the like the doctor doctor like it was like kind of wild um but yeah so all that to say I I love being a mom now yeah it was really hard I I don't know that I've ever really discussed this with you but I had really bad postpartum depression I was gonna ask that yeah um and I didn't even know that I had it, but mm. looking back, um, I I definitely did. I didn't feel like connected to her at all for the mm. first few That's months. That's so interesting. Were you breastfeeding? She would not breastfeed, so I was pumping and you then were. giving. And and that's crazy. You have to do it every two hours. No, water break. But yeah, so um, <laughs> that um, yeah, that was it, that was definitely hard. Um, but I'm much better Where now. Where did you live when she was first born? I did you live with your parents. So first, I was with I was living with her dad, mm-hmm. and um, he had two roommates, and so it was like clear like we weren't going to be able to not a newborn stay there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we moved in with my dad, um, and now I'm back living with yeah, my dad. You are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, and she's six, and that's crazy. What has been your favorite age that she has been? I think two to three because they're starting to like develop. She was starting to develop her personality Mm -hmm. and you could have like little conversations, but she still would like listen to what I was saying Mm -hmm. and she would eat whatever I put in front of her. Mm -hmm. Now that's not quite the case, but it is cool now to be able to have like real conversations with her and she's, she can, she has her opinions and she um, is like a real person. She and I were in, um, at a water park a couple weeks ago the three of us went to a water park and Tess went to go get us lunch and so it was just me and Lila um, hanging in the pool mm-hmm. and she was on my back and she totally made me cry because she was talking to me about um, they had just moved from um, 
living with Lila's dad. So, like, they were all living together, and they were co-parenting in the same apartment, Mm -hmm. and then they moved, which was a very necessary change, a slay of a change, but... um, Tess had been sharing with me that Lila was having a hard time adjusting. And so I just, like, wanted to know what was going on. And I was like, maybe I can get some ideas. And she was telling me that, you know, she's scared of tornadoes, which, like, duh, like, we all are. Right, right. <laughs> well, she did go on to um, a field trip to the science, to the history museum. And they have the tornado simulator. And so. I get it. That is scary. Is and so spooky. she was telling me that she was scared of that. And she was also telling me that sometimes she gets sad. And so I was asking her, like, what are some things that you think about when you get sad? And she goes, well, like, tonight, for example, if I can't sleep because I'm sad, I'll just think about how much fun I had today at the pool with you and mom. And it was, like, the nicest thing ever. Yeah, she's, like, so silly and so goofy. And then she'll, like, hit you with the the most, like, insane deep thing. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. She really pulls the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. So she's also obsessed with my boyfriend, Austin. And they, we were at the Great Wolf Lodge this past weekend, which was crazy, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been to the Great Wolf Lodge as an adult. That place is not for adults. Um, It is tiny. Yes. And we did have a blast, but everything was bigger when we were kids because yeah. obviously, like, that makes sense. But I don't know. It really it was, like, this magical land of water park when I was a kid. And then the wave pool was, like, so sad. <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, it was very, very much small. Although it was underwhelming. Know, do you know what wasn't small? The what? stairs up to the family slide. All right, you guys, let's talk about this quick. The stairs up to the family slide, maybe we just weren't paying attention, but there's about 15 flights of stairs to get to the family side. And Austin and Lila were, like, skipping every three stairs, like, jumping around. Like, they were running. And Tess and I were, like, 90-year-old women with asthma. Like, it was. Yeah, we were going through it. It was bad. It was not fun. And then at the end of the slide, we bumped heads. Yeah. And we almost became concussed. Maybe we are. I I was worried about this. And then I was with some friends last night and they were telling me when they've had concussions. And I was like, okay, that's not what I have. Okay, great. So I think I'm in the clear. Good to know. But it did, it was traumatizing. It did hurt. To my heart. It certainly (laughs) hurt. (laughs) Anyway, um, so we went to the Great Wolf Lodge and like she bonded with Austin so much. And it was really sweet watching them play together because every time that she would get out of the pool, she would like go to grab his hand and they were like besties going down the lazy river (laughs) together. And it's just really sweet. It's been a very um, special friendship to have Tess, but also be a part of Lila's life at this age where like I don't know I just feel like I don't know I just feel like I could get to be like I get to be like the fun aunt yeah that comes over and also tell her to walk when she's running by the pool right and that was necessary because it was slippery I know and she needed I was like Lila walk (laughs) camp counselor and me came out no but she's the best and I love her what's your favorite oh you said your favorite thing about her right now is that she loves conversations what age are you most nervous about Definitely just, like, any teenage. I'm terrified for her to be a teenager. Well, actually, now that I think about it, maybe, like, middle school. Because I get very nervous about, well, both ways. About kids being mean to her Mm -hmm. and also her being mean to kids. Like, Mm. that really freaks me out. And in middle school, kids are just mean. Like, they're all just mean. It's just girl drama. And it's going to be, that's going to be really, really tough for me to, to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, mainly because like middle school was really tough for me and I didn't have like the nicest friends in the world, Mm -hmm. but they were like my best friends, but they weren't like nice to me. Right. Um, well you were like 11. Right. And I don't, that's not, I mean, you know, whatever, we're all kids, but, Mm -hmm. um, that's just going to be tough for me to watch because at that, I mean, it's going to be her whole world. That's all she is going to The school that she's at now, do you think she'll stay at through like before high school? I think so. Yeah. But I wouldn't. So she goes to a Catholic school and that's not because we're Catholic. It's just because it was convenient. Yep. (laughs) Um, And it goes through eighth grade. And I don't think I would take her. I I wouldn't put her in a Catholic high school. Yeah. 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 I, as a Catholic school alum myself. Right. um, I remember I loved the smaller class sizes like I loved that like I grew up with those classmates but then middle school was like the worst yeah because you're like oh I know everything about you Mm -hmm. because I've known you my entire life Mm -hmm. and now you have body odor 
Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and armpit hair. And oh, you got your period? I haven't gotten my period yet. Oh. You, you have boobs? Oh, you have boobs? That's crazy. And you? I have a crush on you Have now. you had a kiss yet? Oh my gosh. Mm, Do you want to hold hands at recess? Um, This is another Great Wolf Lodge fact. I had my first kiss on the family slide at the that Great Wolf Lodge. That is crazy. Yeah. Like while you were going down it? I believe so. No, yeah. Tess. I I'm almost certain. You now, were kissing on there's no time. The only Okay. You were yes. being whipped. <laughs> the family slide was crazy. 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 And I don't remember it being that crazy. No. I mean we were lighter. Yes. That that is the thing. Cause when I went on with just me and Lila, it, it wasn't as crazy at all. When did you go? Oh, the next day. The next day, yeah. You walked up those flights of stairs. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, no, it was for sure because there were four of us. Yeah. Um, and we had to be weighed. We did have to be weighed. So that's new. Uh, honestly, trigger warning if you go on the family slide because it really should be. Because that, I mean, I was like, what? Yeah, we all had to stand on a scale, and you didn't need to. You didn't see the weight, and you didn't. It, it was all of us together, but still, I was yeah. like, what? It was weird. It was weird, but um, yeah, no, middle school is weird, and first kisses are weird. Yeah. That's one of the questions in my question box. So I hope you don't pick that one. Okay. Because I already know your first guest story. Um, yeah. So being a mom, I – do you ever see yourself having more kids? The only way I could see it is I'm not dating or like – I'm single. I'm single, everyone. Um, yeah. If Only if I was with somebody who really wanted a kid, I think. Yeah. I would – for sure be like happy to do it in that scenario if I was in a stable relationship and Mm -hmm. they really wanted it but just of my own accord yeah I don't think so yeah that's fair and you guys would would um do you think you would ever not live here well that's an interesting question I know it is I know what you're gonna say um I know what you're gonna say but tell the people yes the people don't know (laughs) um so just in terms of like what it is to have separated parents um I think I would have to live here because Mm -hmm. um her dad would not move with me yeah um but so my dad takes us to Scotland like twice a year and he wants to retire to this like island in Scotland and so cool it's so beautiful (laughs) and I could genuinely see myself living there and it's partly because I've been there like seven times so I'm very and Lila's been there and Lila's been there like three times so I'm very familiar with it, but I could genuinely, like, I have friends there. I have, like, I could I could definitely see myself living there. But then it's also kind of like, I don't know, do I really want to leave behind everything I've ever known? Yeah. Um, I don't know. And someday she'll be 18 and she might be like, Mom, I'm going to go to college in Scotland. And you're going to be like, great, best of both worlds. Yeah. Because now I have to come visit you. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool if she went to college in Scotland. I know. Or if she, like, just was like, I'm going to go live in Scotland. I know. Wow. I can't even imagine her being an adult. Oh, that just, like, made my stomach turn. <laughs> I <just> know. Like, <laughs> just, like, thinking about her being, like, older than, like, 18. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I always get emotional thinking about Lila babysitting my kids someday. I know. Like, I'm – that's going to be the sweetest thing ever. I hope she'll like kids. I – some people don't like kids, and that's fine. And that's totally fine, but either way, she'll have to be around them. Yeah. I'm going to be like, sorry, Mom and I are going out. Yeah. <laughs> Mom and I are going to the Great Wolf Lodge. Mom, sorry, Mom and I are going to the Great Wolf Lodge for our 40th birthdays. <laughs> and another thing that's weird is, like, I was saying this the other day to Casey, I'll be 39. Um, no, you're going to be a MILF. When she is 18. That's that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. You what have a, so much life. I Yeah. There's so much life to be lived. Yeah. <laughs> there is so, so much time. Well, and honestly... Look around, look around at how lucky we are. How to be lucky alive we right are. <laughs> and like history, history is happening in, in the Manhattan. Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is the hot goss on that. <laughs> um, but I love being in your life and I love being in Lila's life. Oh, I really I'm so do. glad you're in our life. It's the best. It brings me so much joy and we are going to go to the Great Wolf Lodge all the time now. I really want us to go to Disney World because Tess and Lila both haven't been. Mm-hmm. And Austin also hasn't been. And because we know that the four of us have such a great time together, yes. <laughs> we should go. And so I think we're going to plan it for like Lila's like eighth or ninth birthday when Tess and I are rich from yeah. this podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when I am a millionaire from this podcast, I will pay for all of us to go. I truly cannot wait. Yeah. I Disneyland has always been like World. a... 
Disney World, sorry. We're going to Florida. Or land. Um, I don't want to go to land because I don't, I don't know everything about land. I know everything about world. I know where all the best bathrooms are. Uh, okay, perfect. So let's go to world. But um, <laughs> my family, like, weren't vacation people. Like, we didn't go on vacations. That's fair. When I was a kid. You go to Scotland now. Well, now. Yeah, but that didn't start. When I was 19, I told my dad, I was like, because he's always loved Scotland. So I was like, why don't we just go? And he was yeah. like, we can do that? Like, <gasps> really? And then you're like, let me introduce you to a passport. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a passport. Oh, so you can't flee the country. I could go to Canada. I have an enhanced driver's license. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Canada. I have too, actually. I've Should always go? wanted I've always wanted to go to Quebec specifically. I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say Banff and I was really excited. Oh, I've Banff too would be really cool. Yeah. But um do you wanna know my story about Quebec? What? So in um seventh grade French class. I can't wait. Um we had this We oui, we oui, actually We oui, we oui. <laughs> had this teacher who was about 97 and her name Teaching was French. Madame Berglund and shout out Madame Berglund I think she's probably passed <gasps> oh my god <laughs> but she was a wild time and um so the French class was going to go to Quebec they were going to take like a weekend trip to Quebec shut up um and I my family uh could not afford to send me to Quebec okay. so me and two other students um had to stay behind and oh. then every or I guess it was during the week because it was every day that week we were just in this French class by ourselves. Shut up. Watching and everybody like, was in Quebec. Watching like movies. It was it was so sad. Were you watching so, Madeline? No, we weren't even watching. We were watching like like Finding Nemo and stuff. Like, Dang it. and I don't even think they were in French. Um, <laughs> so we were just sitting there, and so I just have this like complex about Quebec that you I you have to go exactly. I don't know anything about Canada, so I don't know where Quebec is. I don't really either, but I know they speak French. One thing about me is I am not good with geography. Mm. I'm not good with it. And that's okay. That is okay. If you asked me where countries are, I could not tell you. And that's on me. I need to be better. (laughs) I need to learn. That's embarrassing for me to admit. I've been trying to get better at um, the state capitals specifically. Okay. So my dad has been quizzing me. There was a day. (laughs) There was a day at work this past year Uh in like. March. It was cold. Yeah. Where I became obsessed with the state song. Oh, yes. I remember. <laughs> like, I remember. Like, what? Fifty nifty. What was that? Like, what part of me? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut. Dun, dun, dun. We made a TikTok. Yeah. Why was I doing that? I don't know. Oh, it was because at work we were like tracking what states. Oh, and I was like, I'm going to learn all 50 states. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I didn't. Well, that's okay. There's still time. There's lots of time. Well, right. Exactly. Unless our country. You guys know what I'm saying. Well, maybe we'll have to move to Canada. I would love. I've always, always, like (laughs) past year, I've like seriously thought about moving to Canada. I would, I would, that would actually be like kind of a great option because it's so close to minnesota yeah so close i don't know i just feel like i would i feel like i'm a canadian girl my brother is obsessed with canada like the one that lives in no so i have a brother that lives in taiwan but i have a brother also that lives here and his name is ian and he um he loves canada he loves canada and one time he changed his facebook name um to the first name c-a-n-a-d Okay. Last name, Ian. Canada, Ian. So it's Canadian. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Canada, Ian. <laughs> Canadian. Yeah. That's perfect. I love that for him. Yeah. Wow. That's iconic. Yeah, I would totally move to Canada. Let's do it. Well, it is, money is more expensive there. Like, do you I, I get you know what, what you saying? mean. I get what you Like, mean. if you go to Barnes & Noble and they're like, like, you pick up a book. Yes, no, exactly. It's like 10 extra that dollars in Canada. what I think. I'm like, it's like C-A-D. And I'm like, well, at least I don't live in Canada. But I think that's like, they get paid more. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things that I would love to live. Uh, There's a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just not being an American. Exactly. Not that I'm not proud to be an American. Okay. Well, here's the thing is that we have now been chatting about female friendship and friendship in general and being a mom and now it's time to sit, get silly goofy i'm so ready so do you want to start with a question or five loves five hates let's start with a question okay. all right i have do you guys hear that 
not the ASMR. <laughs> so many people told me that my voice is soothing and that is like the nicest compliment I've ever gotten. So thank you so much. I hope that I didn't ruin it this episode. No. But, I don't think so. Okay. Tess, I okay, I'm drawing. This these questions question. are either very funny or very serious. Okay. Here we go. What is it? So the question is What's a significant childhood memory that you have? Mm, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, well, I want to see if I want to do like a serious one or like a fun one. Well, don't do anything traumatic. Well, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, like, where were you when Michael Jackson died? No, wait, I have a good one. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, so by the way, I was in the parking lot of Step and Stretch. Oh wow, I was coming home from a water park. Water Park of America? No. Okay. <laughs> the Adina pool. Right. Um, but so I was in kindergarten and we used to have this um, thing where the teacher would, I think she'd like ring a bell or something and that meant we would have to freeze where we were. Pavlov. Is that what it's called? No, but like that's like Pavlov's, Pavlov's response. Yep. Um, yes. I was a psych major. Oh, exactly. So, um, and the, oh, sorry. The person who froze the best, according to the teacher, get, get got a sticker. Okay, I was playing, playing, playing my little heart out, mm-hmm. and then I realized I gotta pee. So I start walking to the bathroom. Oh, Tess! And guess what happens? The, the whistle, bell the bell rings. The bell rings. Now, I wanted that sticker. You were like, I need this goddamn sticker. So I froze. Oh my god! And I peed my pants. And that was the only time I peed my pants in kindergarten. In your whole life. Yeah. But Wait, actually, though, in your whole life? No, 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 in kindergarten. Okay, I, I was going to say, I feel like I peed my pants yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely different um, after you have a kid, especially. Oh, wow, I can't even imagine. Yeah, but um, so, but don't worry, because I peed my pants, but I got the sticker. Did you? I you did were the best the freezer. I, and then I went to the bathroom. Did you tell anybody? No, I don't think I did. That's crazy. So I think I just had, like, pee pants for the I rest have, of the day. I have students... Who pee their pants often. Yeah. And it's sad because they're embarrassed. Yeah. And it's like, no, baby, I just want to get you into some clean right. pants. Like, it happens. It does happen. But it is, it, it's an embarrassing thing. It is an embarrassing thing. It actually happened today. Not to me. But <laughs> one of my, can you imagine? <laughs> like, yeah, actually today I sneezed too hard and I peed. Um, no, but we've all peed our pants as adults. Oh, 100%. I laugh so hard and like there's just no holding back. Yeah. I think the other day you almost peed your, like two I days ago. I threw up. Oh, that so was hard. what it was. Um, over something so stupid. I was laughing so hard. You know when you laugh so hard that you can't catch a breath? And when you do catch a breath, it's a cough. Yes. And then you cough so hard that you throw up. Yes. Sorry, but that is what happened to me when Tess and I were hanging out the other <laughs> night. And it was over something stupid. Yeah, it was something like, it was like a TikTok. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay, well, that was a great childhood memory. Thank Thanks you. for sharing that. Okay, so now we need to go over our five hates, five loves. Okay. Um Let's start with our hates first. Okay. We'll end on a high note. Okay. My first. Just, what, just rapid fire them. Okay. Let me think. Ah. Okay. okay. Um, my hate. Oh, okay. This is easy. Today I got a call from my doctor. Yeah. And. Can you talk about that? So I got um, some blood tests. I just had an annual like checkup. And uh, she, they took some blood tests. She called me, told me today I got high cholesterol. I can't say that word. Cholesterol. But there's an H. K. K. Cholesterol cholesterol exactly I got it I that's weird to me anyway so she said it wasn't like super high I don't need to go on medication or anything but I do need to um start eating more healthy and uh working out so we're gonna make mac and cheese and we're gonna go on a walk yeah and I brought a salad so you are brave (laughs) okay next um is uh I got a text from my dad during this saying that my cat is missing (gasps) Tess Right now? Yeah, but I'm... Is he in the basement? I'm a little suspect because he was there when I left. Like, I had just fed him and he was right there. And that was like an hour ago. Are you serious? Yeah. He just texted you? Yes. Anyway. um, Where is John Ralphio? Where is he? Anyway, then um, next is going to have (laughs) to be... I'm hating that. At my dad's (laughs) house, there is no air conditioning. Still? Still. Yeah. And that is really hard. Next is going to have to be um, traffic. Just ever since I moved to my dad's house, I like have to take a slightly longer route to get home. And it just takes forever. What do you have to take? I don't even like 494, 62. Yeah. It's just like it's bad. And so I take back roads, but even those are like bad. The worst. And my last one is going to be I do not like. Um. Um, um, you got time. I don't 
like oh lately i've been noticing that coffee gives me headaches okay and i like coffee that's sad but um yeah i wonder why what are you drinking what kind of coffee um i think it mainly happens when i'm having black coffee okay well don't do that i know (laughs) (laughs) i know um okay five things that i'm hating right now i I got a well first of all I want to apologize to all the Noah Khan fans as well as all the green fans Mm. because I did I did poop on people's parades last week and I hear you I I don't like that about myself either who is Noah Khan well I love her mom but it's the season of the sticks oh stick season yeah uh yeah I like that song but the song that drives me that makes me want to actually take out my eardrums is I'm going to back away from the mic. Retrograde. Okay, that's interesting. Do you know that song? No, but he says the word green. No, he says retrograde. Oh, shoot. Retrograde. Retrograde. I know, and I know I'm wrong. Okay. All right. Five things that I'm hating. Um, Okay. I'm actually, like, not in a hater mood this week. Okay. Oh, I actually have one. Um, I... I can't stand, and this is a common thing that we all share. I don't think this is just me. When you're about to take a right turn and somebody is crossing the street and they can see that your blinker is on and mm-hmm. they can see that they're, that you're waiting on them mm-hmm. and they don't pick it up. They don't pick up yeah. the pace. Yeah. Girl. Like, we all got places to Well, be. and it's like, it's fine you're on a walk and, like, I am so happy for you, but, like, I don't know, a little common courtesy. Yeah. Like, a li- just, like, a tiny little just bit. Just, like, like, pick it up just a I'll touch. be honest, crossing a street is embarrassing to me. Oh, I agree. I hate crossing I a street. I do, too, because it's, like, everybody's looking at you. Oh, my Every pair of eyes God. And it's, like, I don't care, but, like, don't look at me while yeah. I'm crossing the street. Oh, gosh, I hate crossing the street. Um... I don't know. Things are pretty good right now. Good. I'll be honest. Like I'm not in a hater mood. Amazing. Which is good because I feel like I, I am often in a hater mood. Um, but there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot to hate right now. I need to start writing this stuff down. All right. Let's go into loves. Okay. My loves. I am absolutely loving Taylor's version of Speak Now. Yeah, you are. And I... I'm historically a Taylor Swift fan, but lately I've only been listening to Speak Now, and that was an album I never got into um, when it came out, but I absolutely love it now. I've been listening to it nonstop. Do you have a favorite track? I really, really, really like um, Sparks Fly a lot. Mm -hmm. Love that tune. Um, I also really am loving... um, I said this last time. I really like showering recently it just feels like good like it's a nice reset Mm -hmm. for me um and normally I don't like showering just because I don't like having wet hair afterward Mm -hmm. but um yeah I've been loving it I love a shower I love my shower yeah yeah you you love a nice shower no no not at all but it's still here is so nice yeah Casey has a nice nice shower um I have been loving the weather lately oh my gosh the weather is so nice it's not too hot it's about to change yeah it is it is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and what else have I been loving um I've been really into reading I've always been a big reader but I kind of had been so busy like with moving and stuff that Mm -hmm. I just hadn't been reading but now I am picking up the reading what are you reading right now I'm reading oh it's a book about this place in Scotland um but I just finished a book called The 13th Tale and it was really good what's it about it's about this um writer who decides to tell her life story to this reporter basically wow it's really good it's like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo exactly I never finished that book sorry Kiana (laughs) Kiana lent it to me and was like you need to finish it and I just like didn't I liked that book but I didn't like love it I need to get out of my reading slump right now Mm -hmm. I'm I'm in it I'm in it yeah that's like my goal once my contract ends is to start reading and walking more that's a great goal you just gotta find a book that you really are into I know but like I'm basic give me the code find a basing book basing basing okay Keep going. Okay, and then um, I think I have two more. Um, I've been really into – oh, I've been really into salads lately, actually. My dad has a vegetable garden, so we always have, like, fresh vegetables. And he always makes, like, a, just a little simple salad, and they're always delicious. Yum. Thanks, Dad. Um, and then next is um, my – I've been loving my neighbors. Um, we have next-door neighbors that have kids that are Lila's age. Hi, Dad. 
And yeah, um, that's really nice because she gets to play with them. Love it. We are recording in the kitchen and my dad just walked in. But I don't think that you'll be able to hear him on my new fancy mics. Why not? Well, because you're not close enough. All right. My five loves of the week. We're at the end. We're almost done. What? Dad loves the fact that this day is over. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. Honestly, same. Today's felt like a Thursday and it's a Wednesday. Agreed. Um, okay, my five loves. My first one is the um, street corn dip from Aldi. So good. It's really good. And I have, ne- like, I hate when, like, oh, here's something I hate. Okay. When, when you're scrolling on TikTok and people say, run, run. to TJ Maxx. <laughs> TJ Maxx. Run to Marshalls, you guys. Seriously, run. Okay. Don't walk. Run to Amazon for this deal. I'm like, shut up, you guys. I'm not running anywhere. I'm like, seriously, you guys, run. Okay. I hate that. Pisses me off. But I don't ever say that. And I'm so serious, you guys. I don't know how long this dip is going to be at Aldi. But the street corn dip from Aldi is, quite honestly, my favorite food. Very good. It's so good. Um, I also have been loving... Um, blackberries. Mm. I I used to not like blackberries. I'm hoping that my next phase is blueberries because I don't really like blueberries and I recognize that they are a delicious fruit. I'm rooting for shrimp. I'm not going to like shrimp. I like shrimp. And I like blueberries. I could eat a whole pint of I wish I could. I think it's a, I, this is stupid. I'm very aware this is stupid, but it's, I think it's a texture thing. No, that makes sense. They are a weird mushy But so are like blackberries. They're not quite, they're not as mushy. Yeah, I love a blueberry, like, I love a blueberry in something. I love a blueberry muffin. I love a blueberry pancake. Don't forget the scone. I love a blueberry scone. Mm, I love a blueberry-flavored thing. I just don't like raw. 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 I don't like raw blueberries. Right. Um, Okay, something else that I have been loving. Oh, my glitter Crocs. I bought a pair of glitter Crocs from the kids' section at Marshall's before the summer started. Run. Run to Marshall's. (laughs) Run. Don't walk to Marshall's to get the glitter Crocs. And my students compliment me on my glitter Crocs all the time and it's really lovely and really sweet and I feel like the coolest kid in town um my next love is having my hair out of my face I think I'm growing my hair out okay which is crazy your hair looks good right now thank you it's in French braids shout out to Jose she did them today amazing she did bubble braids last week okay when camp ends I probably won't be able to do anything with it because sure. Jose does my hair every right. day. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I have been loving um, not having my hair in my face. So I do think I'm going to grow it out. And then, is that four? Yeah, yeah. five. Um, my fifth thing that I have been loving is, um, um, oh, I really like Olivia Rodrigo's new song. Yeah. It's goofy and silly it and is silly. fun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's so, I, like... I want to just like sing it in my mirror like I'm I'm in middle school. Yeah. You know. So go listen to it. Um, yeah. Those are good. I think ending with the love is better. I think now we're nice. like talking with about like something positive. sweet. Yeah. Well and like keep it positive. Always. Well and more importantly everybody you've heard it here first. If you see, see him, him in the, the streets street, walking, walking by, by himself, himself talking by himself, himself have pity. Have some pity please. This has been a bit that Tess and I started i don't know a year ago yeah and we just can't stop we love that song from hamilton if you see him in the street walking by himself talking so whenever you like feel a lull in the conversation this is my best advice just start quoting that song absolutely you can do like this like tess and i are having a normal conversation we're like at dinner Mm -hmm, and we're like mm -hmm. and all of a sudden like there's a lull in the conversation i'm like well and you know what else is that if you see him in the street, walking by himself, talking to himself, have pity. Like, please have pity. Like, well, and honestly, more than anything, like, above all else. Because he is going through the unimaginable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, all right, gang. This wraps episode two of Girlhood, the podcast, with our very first guest, Tess Rada. Tess, thank you for coming and being my very first guest. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. We're going to have so much fun every single week. Um, and if you enjoyed this podcast episode, give it a five star and follow me and follow me on the Instagram. And if you didn't like it, don't tell me because it'll hurt my feelings. So, yeah. All right. Well, love you guys so much. <laughs> love you guys so much. TTYL. And 
I feel like I need to have like a slogan to end off with. Yeah, you should come up with one. Also, if there's not a theme song at the beginning of this episode, there will be one at the beginning of next episode. Ooh, I can't wait. a friend of mine is working on a theme song and it's going to be a major sleigh and it's going to be like early 2000s girl pop mm-hmm. vibes. So, all right, y'all. That is all. I'm going to try and do this and release every Friday, but no promises. That's just my hope and dreams. And we're going to go eat some mac and cheese and go on a walk. Make it a great rest of your week. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Be safe. T-T-Y-L. Hags.